This is PhotoBizX, episode number 384, and today we have returning guests from last week, Michelle Fay, and the reason is she emailed me to say, hey, Andrew, my prices have gone up. I'm making bigger sales than what I shared in last week's episode, and I'm also doing pop-in portraits, which are $20 portrait sessions. <laughs> I had to learn more. So that interview is coming up with Michelle in just a second. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. This is a follow-up interview from last week with New Zealand newborn photographer, Michelle Fay. Now, if you haven't heard last week's episode with Michelle Fay and Sam Goodwin of Sam Goodwin Horse Portraits, you really want to check out that episode first because it's the prelude to this interview with Michelle today. Now, in last week's episode, I interviewed both Michelle and Sam, and the focus was on their price list and their mindset. They both worked with photography business and mindset coach Joel Dunn to rework their price list. In Michelle's case, she was able to keep her sales the same, so she was generating the same profits, but working half as much, so doing half the amount of, or spending half the amount of time in her business doing half the sessions to make the same money that she was. And in Sam's case, she went from around a $600 average sale to just shy of $2,000 per session in sales. So a massive increase for Sam and also for Michelle when you look at her numbers or at the time that's going into her business. So definitely check out last week's episode to get a better understanding of what Michelle is talking about today. And the reason this episode is coming out today is because when Michelle's interview did go live last week, she messaged me to say, hey, so much has changed even since we recorded that last interview, all in a great way. So I chased Michelle up, asked her to record this episode for today because her sales have gone up. She's selling larger wall art and she's increased her prices again. So we cover all that in the first half of this episode, or in the first third, and you'll hear in the very beginning, she mentions this thing called pop-in portraits, which are $20 portrait sessions. I had no idea these things existed, (laughs) which you'll hear, and the second half of this episode is where we dive deep into those pop-in portraits, how they work, how they've affected Michelle's business, why she's doing them for $20 each and everything I could learn about them. Now, I'm guessing this is going to be a polarizing topic, even at the mention of $20 portrait sessions. But listen to the interview first, and then let's chat about it afterwards. And the reason I'm saving almost two-thirds of this episode for premium members only is because I was planning to make this a members-only episode, but it kind of didn't make sense to leave out the first half for free and premium listeners because it all ties into last week's episode. So that's what's happening. Let's get into this interview with Michelle Fay, and I'll talk to you on the other side of this interview. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. 
Oh, and just one quick thing. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. So if you'd like to hear the full interview today with Michelle, simply head over to photobizx.com forward slash try. And for $1, you can get a trial membership. It lasts for 30 days. You can hear the full interview today with Michelle. You get full access as a fully paying premium member with that $1 trial for the next 30 days. So you get to check it all out, see if it's a good fit for you. And if it is, stay on with your membership. If not, simply cancel and you'll only be charged $1. photobizx.com forward slash try to check that out. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. I've got Michelle Fay from New Zealand on the line. Now, if you are up to date with the podcast episodes or if you are a participant of the Photography Pricing Masterclass with Joel Dunn, you will be totally familiar with Michelle. She was the star of last week's episode, along with Sam Goodwin of Sam Goodwin Horse Portraits. Both Sam and Michelle have been working with Joel Dunn. They've modified their price list. They've taken on board what Joel has taught them about mindset, and they've seen massive improvements in their business as a result. If you don't remember from last week, Michelle talked about earning the same money that she was previously, but she's working half as much. So her episode has been live inside the masterclass for a few weeks now, maybe a month or two, but I released her interview to listeners last week. And as soon as it went live, Michelle said, Andrew, so much has changed since I talked to you last. So we organized to meet up for this interview slash chat now so I can find out what's changed. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing by the tone of that message from Michelle, there's been improvements and it's been positive change that she was talking about. So Michelle, welcome back. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I am good. I'm good. Look, first of all, before we get into pricing, you're in New Zealand. I know your prime minister was super strict with COVID and you guys went right into lockdown quick and fast. How are things now business-wise? It's awesome. I'm back working and have been some for quite some time. But because 2020 being 2020, it also threw me a curveball and I've just had yet another six weeks off with knee surgery. So I'm just getting back into work. It didn't actually make too much difference to my business because I worked up so hard just before and that carried me through as well as my poppins um, helped carry that through because I had another photographer shooting those for me. So it was perfect. Didn't make a difference. And now I'm actually smashed between now and the end of November and December's starting to look quite busy too. <laughs> Are the bulk of your sessions newborn sessions? A lot of different stuff because I've just come back from these two three. I have told everyone I wasn't booking anyone, any newborns until November, but I'm getting people asking me to do them for them and I'm managing to squeeze a few in without squeezing too many in because I have other family sessions coming up because they're going to be easier for me to do having a sore knee. And I'm also doing a bit of contracting event type work for another photographer just because I can and it's fun. Fantastic. So what's the sentiment like in New Zealand? Like did people bounce back after lockdown and start, you know, was it business as usual straight away or were people still scared? For me, Everyone was itching to get back in and just couldn't wait. I didn't have a problem. Everyone's got money to spend. My clients are not going overseas. So they're like, oh, well, we've got all this extra money. We'll do this. We'll do a family shoot. And 
so yeah there's more than enough money out there at the moment unreal so that extra money that they've got from not traveling i'm guessing then you did you have government handouts or people were still able to work because during lockdown no one was able to work or not many people were able to work were they no it was only essential workers so my husband worked all the way through lockdown which and he stayed at home with us so for a start, we didn't actually know how that was going to go, but we thought that because he's a policeman, because he was working with mostly lower socioeconomic people, they're not the type of people that come in from overseas, so they were less likely to come in contact with it. But it was still a big call to have him in the house, but he had very set routines that his work bag didn't come into the house. He went straight into the shower. So, yeah, we took all the precautions that we had and we had stuff that we put on our hands. And so it was quite scary for the first couple of weeks, but then we thought, oh, okay, we're actually going to be okay because the people that seem to be having it mostly in New Zealand are Kiwis coming home with it from overseas and they aren't normally the clients that we run into when we're in lockdown. Right. I know it's difficult to generalise, but regarding your actual clients, how were they able to maintain an income? Was it government handouts or was generally someone in the household still able to work, whether that was from home or go into work? I had government handouts because basically I had no work at all because we were all in lockdown for that six weeks and the government were really good with that. A lot of my clients were at that time were teachers or essential workers, so they were still working. So as soon as we came out of lockdown and I was able to photograph their newborns that weren't newborns anymore, they were more than happy to be together as a family and have those family photos. Fantastic. And then you mentioned earlier that you had another photographer doing some work. So were they purely shooting for you and then giving you the files or you handed off the client to that photographer? So pop-ins is slightly different. It's more of a loss leader type thing. It's a very fast thing. It's taken off hugely in New Zealand and it's starting to take off in Australia. It's basically a white chair, white background. They come in and pop their child in the chair. You take a photo of them and then they're out the door and you do about 20 an hour or 24 an hour once you get good at it. So this is like mini sessions on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. It's mini (laughs) sessions on steroids, but they come back every month to get a photo of their baby growing. It's predominantly aimed between zero and one. But we call them popaholics because once they start, they actually just can't stop. Wow. Okay. So what does it cost? Or what do you charge? $20. $20? Yeah. <laughs> so hang on. You've got to tell me how this works. So for me, it's a marketing thing. So I'm meeting all these new people. They're coming through my studio. They're seeing all my work. They get to know me. They get to trust me. They want to do a full session. Who are they going to come to? Yeah, for you for sure. Okay. Like, let's dive into pop-ins. Let's leave that for a minute. I want to come back to that. But when you first messaged me to say, hey, things have changed, mm-hmm. were you talking about your price list or was it the pop-ins and other things? No, no, the pop-ins have always been there. I mainly was talking about the gift box, the keepsake box in that interview. I now have a massive 40 by 49 storyboard on my wall a 30 by 34 storyboard on my wall and a 30 by 39 storyboard on my wall, some hand-torn circles, small, medium and large, 
they're all on the wall and the big 40 by 40 which is over two thousand dollars is the one that everyone wants wow okay so you have a 40 inch by 40 inch is it a framed print or a canvas frame print right so that's on your wall on display and you say it has nine separate images inside it yeah right okay and then so is it a new product or the fact that it's on the wall is new the fact that it's on the wall, it's new, and everyone sees it, and they go, I want that. Right. So, so it's all about what you show is what you sell. Exactly. has been told to me I don't know how many times. <laughs> so what was the largest piece of wall art you had on display before this, 40 by 40? 24 by 18, I think. And did people buy that? A little bit, but not really. They love that storyboard, the fact that they've got nine images in there. And they have also fallen in love with the torn edge. So they normally, they may buy a keepsake box and something else to get them over that $2,500 to get all the images. But that's moved too, because I've moved that up to 2978 if you want the images from your session. Okay, hang on. Let me just step back a little bit here. So everyone's on the same page here. So for the listener who isn't aware, the keepsake viewing box is 10 7 by 10 matted prints with the USB yeah. and, the, and the files are the same images that are in the box at the same size. And that was yeah. 1778. Yeah. And you also had a deal where if a client spends over $2,500 or more, they receive the full high-res digital file. So that's the incentive to spend over two and a half. That's right. Now, let me take you back to the 24 by 18, which was your largest framed wall art that you had on display. Was that a single image in that frame or yes, it was. It right was. okay so you replace that with a 40 by 40 story portrait with nine images and that's what people are loving yeah and that's two three something right okay so that's 2300 something so and now you've also right. changed two three seven eight two three seven eight yeah <laughs> three seven eight that's right because joel loves the seven eights doesn't he to finish with every time so two, three, seven, eight for that, which would have had people um, would have put them in a position to get the digital files for free. But now you put that up to two nine seven eight. Yes, because I was having too many people taking the two and a half, and I'm like, I'm limiting myself again. I'm going to move the goalpost. Right. Okay. So most people now take the forty by forty story portrait, and then what do they add on? Usually the keepsake box. Do they? A small torn circle or a medium torn circle, which either 578 or 778. Right, okay. And those torn edge circle frame prints, are they coming all the way from Adelaide? No, my local framer does everything for me. He's a photographer as well, so he will print them, hand tear them and frame them for me. Beautiful. Unreal. I love that. Okay, so you've got local suppliers. Is that for all your work? Yes, and Brill. Prints have just moved over here, so I'm about to get more, some luminate tiles, which will be like, would you like fries with that? <laughs> and also the, um, I'm going to have a look at their metal prints and do more of a canvas, big canvas story type thing as well. Right. So for the listener again, Brill Prints, that's Brilliant Prints <laughs> or B-Pro. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, in Australia. I don't think they're overseas uh, in any other countries apart from Australia. They're an Australian company, aren't they, B-Pro? Yes, they are. But we've got someone over here in New Zealand that's actually just 20 minutes away from my house that have just taken it and running it for New Zealand. Unreal, unreal. Fantastic. Okay, so really the main thing you've done is 
put a large new piece of wall art on display in your studio, which people are falling in love with, and then made it a little bit more difficult or a little bit more expensive for people to be able to get the digital files. And it's worked well. It is working well. Bear in mind, I have just had six weeks off, so I'm a little bit behind the eight ball. But the last clients that I came in, that was a little bit out of their budget. But they, no, that they came in and said, oh, we just want a keepsake box. But once they saw all the photos, it's like, we're so close. That $1,700, why don't we just get that frame and then we'll get all the images. So I'm just pushing the boundary just a little bit more. And I think it's fine because I know my product that I have is worth it. I love that. So did you work all this out with Joel or you've got the confidence now to do this on your own? I've kind of got a confidence on my own, but I am going to chat to him. I just want to, I'm going to be buying a house next year and turning it into a studio. So I just need a few more would you like fries with that just to bump that up just a little bit more to make that little bit more. (laughs) So what's the plan? Are you aiming to increase your average sale? Increase my average sale, get an associate photographer to do my pop-ins, yeah, and grow and keep pushing and keep me excited about going to work every day. Nice. That's so good. The way you're attracting clients, has that changed as well or are you going through the same processes that you always have? Same process. Hawke's Bay is not a place, but my name is growing and getting further and further out there. That's why I want to put even more of a professional stamp on it by getting a standalone studio up and running so people can come and see me there. Okay, so is the plan to live in the house as well or purely have it as a, no. or just a studio as an investment? Just a studio. Right, and an investment property at the same time or you want to lease the house? Exactly. Are you going to buy it? I'm going to buy it. Unreal. That's so good. Mm. Okay, you have to share with us the pop-ins thing because this is the first time I've ever heard of pop-ins. Oh, you've never heard of pop-ins? Never. Okay, pop-ins are amazing. They're a loss leader. I strictly use them for getting to meet people. When I first started in Hawke's Bay, I did two hours a month. I'm now doing 10. It's growing that much. Wow. So the deal is that you book in, what, 10-minute slots? No. Everything's booked in within an hour. So they can turn out any time within that hour. Right. So say if it's between I'm doing it tomorrow because I've had to open more so I'm now starting a Saturday up. So that's only two hours instead of my normal four hours. So it's from 10 to 11 and 11 to 12. So they book in in either one of those sessions and they turn up any time within that session. And I will normally shoot, because I'm good at it now, I can shoot 23 in an hour. <laughs> okay. Wow. So what you're saying then is you could have up to 23 families book in one of these pop-ins and they can turn up any time in that hour, and they just have to wait if it's not their turn. Yeah. So you're only photographing the child, though. Okay. Child in a white chair. You need to go check it out at... Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. And it sounds like it's not affecting your main business anyway. Not at all. It's helping my main business because I'm meeting all those people they get to see me and the thing is when I 
do move and I have my associate photographer photographing there, I'll still be doing it sometimes, but they'll get to know them, but they'll still see me, but I will just start doing more of the full shoots and less of the popping. Yeah, love it, love it. All right, Michelle, I think I asked you this last time, but the best place to see more of you and what you're doing is at michellefay.co.nz. Is that the best place? That's right, michellefay.co.nz, F-E-Y, and that's where you find me. Excellent. And Faye is spelled F-E-Y for you, the listener. Michelle, look, again, thank you so much for coming on. I know I've held you back from having a glass of wine. You can go and have that right now. (laughs) Look, thanks again. I hope you're feeling better. I hope the knee's healing well. And I'm looking forward to chatting again in six months and seeing where you're at with this email list. Yeah, I promise I must get onto that because Joel will shoot me. (laughs) Thanks, Michelle. No worries. See ya. Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Michelle Fay. Michelle, if you're listening again, thank you so much for coming back on the show at the drop of a hat to record that interview. I really do appreciate it. And I'm I'm looking forward to checking in again in six months' time <laughs> to see what Joel has had to say about your email marketing and how things have progressed in both parts of your business. So again, thanks again, Michelle. For you, the listener, I would love to hear your thoughts on not only the the price rises and the new 40 by 40 inch wall art that Michelle's displaying and selling at a high price and getting great sales from, but also what I'm guessing is going to be the controversial pop-in portraits. What's your take on them? How do you feel about $20 sessions, these pop-in portraits, the idea of working for a lost leader, I really am keen to hear your feedback. If you'd like to leave a comment in the show notes, if you're listening to the free version of the podcast, you can find them at photobizx.com forward slash 384. Now in those show notes, you can see examples of the portraits that Michelle is talking about, the pop-in portraits. You can see examples of Michelle's regular, beautiful, fantastic newborn work as well. And I've got links to anything and everything that she mentioned there. Now, if you are a premium member, you'll have a link to your version of this episode. You've got your version of the show notes as well with those same examples of those beautiful images, your links and the longer extended audio. It's all there in that one spot for you. And of course, if you are a premium member and you want to continue the conversation and discuss this in more detail, let's talk about it inside the members Facebook group. And lastly, just on the topic of Michelle, her coaching, Joel Dunn, pricing, making bigger sales and better sales, don't forget if you want to check out the pricing masterclass, the photography pricing masterclass, head over to photobizx.com forward slash pricing. There's a full course laid out for you there delivered by Joel Dunn. The cost is only $97. It will make a huge difference to your business. Plus, Joel is there to coach you every step of the way inside the members group for course participants. You'll also have access to any future iterations of the course, upcoming live sessions and delivery of the course again. Plus, if you are a premium member, you'll also receive a one-on-one call with Joel to go over your specific pricing. That's also available to free listeners, but you'll have to pay an additional 40 US dollars to access that one-on-one session with Joel. So photobizx.com forward slash pricing if you'd like more details on that pricing masterclass for photographers. 
That is it for the main part of this episode today. Uh, Regarding upcoming content, new things that are happening with the podcast, you may remember I talked about putting together a book with premium members. This was a chance to work on a personal project for all of us to create something to celebrate 2020 and to, to photograph and shoot in a way that means something to us personally as photographers without having to adhere to a certain style that clients particularly want or are asking for or looking for. This is a chance to to work as we want to work. So that's well and truly underway now where we're collecting the images and the content, the the copy to go along with the images. So yeah, book production is is starting to happen. (laughs) Well, the design side anyway, we've hired a designer, a young designer, and uh, we're slowly collating that content now, which is pretty exciting. So I'm looking forward to having more news about that in the future. And in other news regarding the podcast, I'm putting together a brand new series called The Coaching Diaries. So I'll be interviewing a series of photographers, each working with a different photography business coach from around the world. And this is a photographer that has only recently started to work with that photography business coach. So the plan is to introduce each one of these photographers in an upcoming episode so you get to know a little bit about them, who they've hired, what they're hoping to get out of the coaching program, how much they're paying, where they are right now, and how quickly they expect to see results. And from there, the plan at this point is for them to record audio diary entries over a period of time to share exactly how they're getting along with their coaching, with their business, with their successes, their wins, their losses, their struggles. So you can have a much better idea and build an opinion on whether or not photography business coaching is for you, who would make a good coach for you and your business, the pros and cons of having a photography business coach, and the kind of results you might expect if you go on to hire a photography business coach yourself. So that's currently in the works. I'm looking forward to bringing you more information about that soon. (laughs) Alrighty, that is it for this episode of the podcast. I'm really looking forward to continuing the conversation on these pop-in portrait sessions. Don't forget Michelle is part of the members Facebook group, so you can continue the conversation there or we can do that in the comments area of the show notes if you wish. Alrighty, that is it for me for this week. Hope you are staying safe, healthy, and well. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 